I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. You know, there are some things I, I like that come from Hawaii. One of my favorite things that I splurge on that comes from Hawaii is Royal Kona Coffee. It's my favorite coffee. If you've ever had Kona, Royal Kona, oh my God, it's the best. Fell in love with Kona when I first was working, uh, when I was going to college, I worked in Herder's Cutlery Store in Mammoth Mall. And we also sold, <clears throat> at the time it was called Exotic Coffees. This is before Starbucks, before K-Cups, before any of that. And we had big barrels of coffee and the coffee that was actually the most expensive was uh, Royal Kona. And folks would come in, they'd buy knives, and they'd buy coffee. But as an employee there, we were able to make pots of coffee. They wanted coffee brewing all day for that wonderful aroma. And so, uh, oh, we had great cups of Kona. I love Kona. But, of course, this is gun lawyer, and it's not coffee lawyer. But uh, one of the things that recently has uh, come from Hawaii that I, I don't like at all is their recent... Supreme Court decision regarding the Second Amendment. And it is absolutely giving the finger to the Second Amendment and to the Supreme Court of the United States and to the Bruin decision. And it's just insanity. Just insanity. Like, you can't believe that a court is going to be that unbelievably disrespectful to a Supreme Court decision and to an individual's Second Amendment rights so that it's blatant. It's blatant. Let me tell you what happened here. So Hawaii upheld this man's conviction for carrying a gun. And he challenged it under both the Hawaii state constitution, and he challenged it under, uh, of course, the federal constitution. And believe it or not, the state of Hawaii has an identical Second Amendment, if you will, an identical right to keep and bear arms to the federal, to the federal uh, Second Amendment. And as you may know, New Jersey has no state constitutional right at all to keep and bear arms, none. And that's why it was so important when the McDonald decision came down in, in the Supreme Court because that applied the Second Amendment to the states and the decision in Heller got applied to the states and subsequently, of course, Bruin. Because prior to that, there was no Second Amendment in New Jersey and the Supreme Court of New Jersey said it was a privilege, not a right, essentially. And now, of course, we're back being part of America again in New Jersey. So you thought, probably believed that Hawaii was part of America, but apparently the Hawaii Supreme Court doesn't think so. So what Hawaii's court did was, quote, listen to this, Article 1, Section 17 of the Hawaii's Constitution, uh, it mirrors the Second Amendment to the United States Constitution, and then the court went on to say, 
we read those words differently than the current United States Supreme Court. How do you like that? We hold that in Hawaii, there's no state constitutional right to any to uh, carry a firearm in public. Isn't that something? Directly rejecting the law of the land, directly rejecting the application of Bruin and the Federal Second Amendment as it is in fact incorporated to the states via the 14th Amendment as per McDonald, as per the decision, the majority opinion written by the great Justice Alito, a Jersey boy, by the way. The ruling um, is just, it's just nuts, right? Listen to what the court says. There seems to us no doubt on the basis of both text and, and history that the Second Amendment conferred an individual right to keep and bear arms is what was written in you know, the majority opinion in Heller. And then in Bruin, the Second and Fourteenth Amendment kick in, and then SCOTUS outlined what's needed to challenge gun laws, and they base that on what we call text, history, and tradition, where the scrutiny test is burdened upon the state to have to show by text, history, and tradition analogous laws from the past that would justify a current law. And the Hawaiian court said that, and it's just astounding, this is, this is the level of jurisprudence, folks, ready? They cited a line from an HBO drama in their decision. They're uphold they're 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 rejecting the Second Amendment. No joke. In to some degree here, based on an on HBO show. Okay, here's here's their quote. Ready? As the world turns, it makes no sense for contemporary society to pledge allegiance to the founding era's culture, reality, laws, and understanding of the Constitution. The thing about the old days, they the old days from The Wire, the HBO TV show. This court actually cites from The Wire. I mean, can you believe that? And think about even what that statement says. That statement is nothing but pure ignorance. Pure ignorance. Rejection of our tradition and our history. Rejection of what is a fundamental right of every citizen. And they base it upon some contorted, bizarre, modern-day thinking from an HBO show. I'm not making this up. I mean, it's astounding that a court is going to go against a state Supreme Court is going to go against the federal Supreme Court with that magnificent decision by Justice Thomas in Bruin, and essentially the trifecta of establishing our Second Amendment rights. The court says further, quote, we reject Wilson's, who's the person making the challenge here, Wilson's constitutional challenge, the court wrote. Conventional 
interpretive modalities, and Hawaii's historical tradition of, of regulation rule out an individual right to keep and bear arms under the Hawaii Constitution. Really, they rules it out, huh? Fascinating. It says, the spirit of Aloha clashes with a federally mandated lifestyle that lets citizens walk around with deadly weapons during day-to-day -day activities. The history of the Hawaiian Islands does not include a society where armed people move about the community to possibly combat the deadly aims of others. Oh, really? There was no self-defense? You kidding me? Then the court says further, Bruin snubs federalism principles. Still, the United States Supreme Court does not strip states of all sovereignty to pass traditional police power laws designed to protect the people. And then they reject Wilson on his uh, claim that there's a violation as well of his federal constitutional rights. Can you believe the audacity of Hawaii in giving the finger to the Supreme Court, in giving the finger to the Second Amendment, in saying that their citizens in Hawaii have to remain victims and they cannot be defenders. They have to be subjugated to the state crushing their rights and that the guarantees of the federal constitution and their state constitution, which, which couldn't be clearer, that the individuals have that right to keep and bear arms, they reject it. It's absolutely unbelievable. This is what we're dealing with today. There is an absolute concerted effort to ignore whatever a state doesn't like. So the rule of law goes out the window. Because they love to talk about the rule of law all the time. Oh, rule of law, rule of law. Well, that's great. Well, part of that rule of law is our foundation of our Constitution where the Supreme Court has established this the judicial review and made clear what the Second Amendment means and they just toss it to the wayside because of the aloha spirit and following logic of an HBO drama? Where, you know, what is this? It's just absolutely astounding, and, and it shows you their, their level of education in the law. I mean, just have no respect, none, for a court that would do this. It's pure politics. It's pure anti-gun politics. It is literally them weaponizing their standing as justices to disenfranchise the individuals of their Second Amendment rights. It is nothing short of disgusting, and it lays the groundwork solidly for the United States Supreme Court 
to hand Hawaii's ass to them over this. It's outrageous. And I sure hope they do. And make a statement that can be heard around the world about what level of stupidity the Hawaii Supreme Court has when it comes to uh, actually following the law and obeying the Supreme Court and its interpretations and applying them fairly to its citizens. Hey, you know, we are uh, proud to be sponsored by the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. Every one of you, as I've said, need to be a member of the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. We're currently battling and prepping for many, many new bills that are being filed in Jersey to, of course, further disenfranchise us of our Second Amendment rights and try to use every trick and gambit they can come up with to uh, steal our rights away. So who fights for us? Well, it's the Association of Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. They're the number one group in New Jersey advocating for you and me and our rights. They have full-time paid lobbyists in Trenton. They're keeping an eye and keeping us alert so that those emails can go out and you can take action and we can fight these ridiculous laws that they get to propose. And it's the association that's in federal court as we speak, litigating where we should see some results very shortly on the challenge to the so-called assault firearm ban, which really just modern sporting rifles, and the large capacity magazine ban, which we all know is just standard capacity magazines being banned, and the carry killer bill and its efforts to make a carry permit useless by restricting it so much that uh, it has virtually no value. So these are what's going on. It's the association there fighting. You need to join ANJRPC.org, Association of Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs, abbreviation ANJRPC.org. Join, be a member, be part of the solution, and be proud to be part of the fight. And of course, I want to mention our good friends at We Shoot. We Shoot is a indoor pistol range in Lakewood, conveniently located right off the parkway. And We Shoot is my range. It is where I got my certification for my carry permit. And so did my brother, so did my son, so do so many of my friends and listeners and Everybody loves We Shoot. We Shoot is absolutely great. And they will treat you like family. That's not just saying that. They really do. They're the greatest, friendliest group of folks. You don't have to feel the least bit intimidated going there. And they have tremendous training courses. They have a great pro shop, everything you can need in the area, guns and shooting. They have great rentals, great way to have a great date. Great fun. Go there and enjoy a great day of shooting. You know, our ranges are critical to our 
exercise our Second Amendment rights. Without the place to shoot, that's going to make uh, it tough when you need to use your gun, right? So you got to train. you got to have a place to shoot. Places to shoot are hard to come by. And here you have a top facility, so convenient, right there in Lakewood, Monmouth, Ocean, Middlesex, etc., easily accessible off the parkway. So I give my highest recommendation to We Shoot. You can check out WeShootUSA.com. That's their website at WeShootUSA.com. They have great photography, too. They really do. They have really take pride in it. They have beautiful photographs, and they run these really cool events. So check out We Shoot. And I also want to shamelessly plug my book, New Jersey Gun Law. New Jersey Gun Law is the Bible of New Jersey gun law. If you're a gun owner in New Jersey, you really can't afford not to have a copy. It's over 500 pages. That's right, over 500 pages of question and answer, 120 topics all explained. I mean, the book itself is a weapon. It's over five. You get somebody in the head with it. I don't recommend it, but in a pinch if you need to. But anyway, uh, get a copy of that book because it'll help you navigate New Jersey's treacherous waters. And it is a reference utilized by, hey, anybody that wants to know about New Jersey gun law, they use it. And on the front cover, you'll see a QR code. Scan it. Make sure you scan that and for free, 100% free. Subscribe to our free portal right there. You get all the updates. You get access to the archive of the updates. You get current emails of updates. You're going to stay on top of it this way. The book stays current, doesn't go out of date that way. And, you know, it's my uh, calling here to keep that book current, to make sure individuals have a user-friendly tool. So if you want to get your copy, go to evannappen.com. Yep, that's my website, evannappen.com. And at evannappen.com, you'll see the big orange book. Just click it. You'll have your copy in days. And you'll be glad that you did. So, we have uh, some questions here. The Ask Evan. I love the questions. I love interaction with my audience. I really do appreciate you folks, and it's great to have a voice and be able to communicate these thoughts. And, of course, our mission is to try to educate so that you stay protected and you don't have problems. And so Mark sent a letter. It says, my question is, while in my private boat in New Jersey, and I am a New Jersey resident from a town in New Jersey, I won't even name the town, is it legal for me to carry my handgun along with my New Jersey carry permit in my private boat on the waters of New Jersey? Thank you. P.S. I purchased your book. And I enjoy it. Thank you. All right. Well, here's the deal. When it comes to transporting firearms, if we're talking about not carry permit transport, but regular transport under the exemptions, then boats are treated similar to cars because you're transporting the firearm. 
and therefore it needs to be cased, unloaded, etc. And you need to be going from one place, you know, to another under the exemption, such as going to the target range or going hunting, etc. So you're going duck hunting. You can bring your boat, your gun on the boat, and then you can have it, you know, unload and use it because you're on the waters of the state. There's exemption for being on the waters. And if you're using it just to transport, then you need to be aware of that. But in this case, the question has to do with what about carrying your handgun, which you have a permit to carry it loaded, concealed on your person. And if you're in a boat, a boat is not a motor vehicle under the sensitive places carry law. Now, even if it was a motor vehicle, it doesn't matter because that section about transport in a motor vehicle, which we call the carjacker protection law, that has been enjoined, meaning it's not enforceable. And it got enjoined because of the efforts of the Association New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Club, who brought the constitutional challenge, getting that injunctive relief so that we can carry in our cars and motor vehicles. But a boat is not falling under that anyway, even if there wasn't an injunction. And there's no specific sensitive place restriction specifically concerning boats. So if you're in a boat, it's the same as being in New Jersey in a non-sensitive place. And if you're within that three-mile limit, you're within the jurisdiction of New Jersey within that three miles. And New Jersey law will not prohibit you from carrying your firearm in the same manner that you carry it while you're on land and carry it on your boat. Same thing. You can do that. Now, if you are utilizing it for lawfully, for, you know, target shooting from your boat, if you're legal or able to do that or whatever, you know, that's a whole other story because you're allowed to target shoot from the woods or fields as long as what you're target shooting with is legal for hunting or fishing. So I guess there's an argument that you can use your handgun for shark fishing on a boat, right? And so maybe that's out there for that. But primarily, I don't think you're interested specifically on target shooting from your boat with your handgun. You're really thinking about having it so you can defend yourself should need need be, and that is legal. It's absolutely legal to do that in the same manner as it's legal while on land. And that is all to be distinguished from transporting without a carry permit or even transporting long arms. Those rules apply under the separate exemptions, as we've discussed. So, I want to tell you about the GoFu. You know, every week we have the GoFu. That's the gun owner fuck up. And it's important because GoFus are cheap lessons for you and me. And if you learn from them, you won't have to pay the heavy price of the persons that committed the GoFu. And that's the idea. I don't want folks getting in trouble. I don't want you to end up a client. I really don't. I want you to remain law-abiding citizens and not put through the shredder of New Jersey's uh, justice system. 
By the way, we talked last time about the gun owner gulag and that case that I had coming up to get my man out of the gulag. And I'll tell you this, it was a knockdown, dragout fight. The state was trying to keep that citizen in jail. They wanted him to sit there till his trial, held without bail, tried every trick in the book to go at the gun owner and keep him in the gulag. But I'm happy to report that we won. Yep, I was able to get my client out of the gulag. And let me tell you, there's no more bail in Jersey. So if your lawyer can't get that job done, you're stuck. And we really got into it, let me tell you. They really, they really hate us. They hate gun owners. They just want to do everything they can to keep gun owners incarcerated, disenfranchised. It's just astounding to watch. But uh, justice shown through, and we were able to get him out of that uh, Iron Bar Hilton. So that's good. So beware. Jersey uh, ain't stopping, that's for sure. So anyway, what's the GoFu? So the GoFu this week is one that we see happen a lot. And what it is, is people don't keep their mouth shut. That's right. Shut up, people. Do not talk to the police. Do not make statements. Do not give up your Fifth Amendment right to remain silent, I can never get over why people talk. It's astounding. Why? When you talk, all you do is dig yourself into a hole. Listen, there's an old saying. Speaking of talking about boating, the fish that opens his mouth is the one that gets caught. Okay? Remember that. Now, you may say, hey, look, I don't have any... I don't have anything to hide. I'm innocent. I don't have anything to worry about. I don't care. What am I, why shouldn't I talk? Because. Do you know every law? Not just every gun law. You know every law? It's very easy for you to not know the law and say something you shouldn't be saying. It's also possible to end up where something gets twisted. You don't know what they're trying to cooperate. You may inadvertently, even though you're innocent, cooperate things, and then it make your life even that much harder. It is dangerous, dangerous. What you want to do is immediately say, I want my attorney. Let me talk to the police, not you. I can't incriminate you. You can instantly incriminate yourself. Even though you believe you did nothing wrong. I get that. I understand. I only represent what I call law-abiding criminals. But the problem is New Jersey's laws are so absurd. And I just have to emphasize. And man, if you are ever read Miranda rights, shut up. Good grief. You read Miranda. They're warning you. Don't talk. Shut up. They say you have a right to remain silent. They're not just telling you that for fun. That means you're a target of criminal investigation and you need to keep your mouth shut. And they've just given you your last chance. You shouldn't have said anything to begin with, but holy crap. You read Miranda, it is done. I want my lawyer. I got nothing to say. No excuses. And yet, 
People talk. Why? Why do they talk? I'll tell you why. Because of TV. All you got to do is watch TV. You see the crime shows. Oh, God, they're yakking away over that metal table. Yak, yak. I'm like, I walk in. My family's watching the show, you know, and they're over. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Don't talk. Shut up. Oh. They keep talking. Of course, if they shut up, there wouldn't be a show, right? But you can't do that. You got to shut up. You got to know. Otherwise, it's a gofu. It's a gofu, and they will use every twist, everything you say against you. The best that can happen to you, if you open your mouth, the best is that it doesn't hurt you. That's it. Doesn't hurt you. Well, gee, why are you saying anything when the best you can get is it doesn't hurt you? You're not talking your way out of anything. That ain't going to happen. just isn't. And by the way, if you have defenses, if there is exculpation, what we call things to demonstrate your innocence, if you're in fact, then that's my job. Let me present it. Let me show it. Let me do it where you're in a risk-free capacity when I do it. And not to get tripped up where they use their techniques of interrogation on you. The Reed School of Interrogation. Where they're trained to break you with interrogation. Oh yeah, it happens all the time. False confessions. Known for false confessions, by the way, under the Reed School of Interrogation. It's banned in parts of Europe. Can't even use it. But here in the U.S., they can. If you don't ever want to falsely confess to a crime, I guarantee, here's how you don't falsely confess. You don't talk to the police. And I'm not anti-police. I'm pro-rights. Our Fifth Amendment, I treasure it as much as every other amendment. And so should you. So make sure you keep your mouth shut and just ask for your attorney. That's it. Nothing to say. I want my attorney. Done. Protect yourself. Do not be afraid. Stand on your rights. This is Evan Knappen reminding you the gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.